0: it's every other hour where we're looking at gun violence in Chicago and why it is that so many people pick up guns illegally and use them one thing we do know young men in their late teens and early 20s in some Chicago neighborhoods are driving the city's skyrocketing violence that has WBEZ Sarah Carp asking why aren't those young men the focus of more efforts to stop the shooting
1: in trying to fix a problem Cook County Sheriff Tom Dart exposed an even bigger one. The sheriff realized he had a unique opportunity. The young men at the epicenter of Chicago's violence were right there, going in and out of his jail on a regular basis, locked up with nothing to do but think. So about a year ago, Dart started something called the SAVE program. Guys 18 to 24 years old with charges for things like guns or drugs would get intense counseling and skills inside. Here's an example. On the spring day, I visited. About 35 young men are being led in a discussion about what they would do if their child came home and said he was being bullied. By the way, the guys themselves asked for these parenting classes.
0: I look at it like this, like with adults. They have a big impact on children, no matter how bad the child is. We got to lead by example. That's what you're trying to tell us.
1: These guys spend hours every day talking and listening. Dart points out that the young men get nothing for participating. Though on the day I'm there, they're trying to negotiate pizza. Twenty year old Dante Dare says it was the first time almost ever that someone asked him about his life or suggested he could do anything different than what he was doing. You
0: no, know, they say jail help you clear your mind. And I ain't never been here, so I really got a chance to like clear my mind and put my mind in the same place that my heart is. So like I just want you to know that I care I care about my life and I care about other people's life too.
1: DART's office then wanted to take this clear-headedness, this momentum built inside, and have the participants stay connected with those services outside. The idea was to bring in local groups that would help the young men get jobs and keep them out of trouble. Out there, where their resolve is really tested. And this, DART says, is where that bigger problem comes in. There just aren't enough groups out there. It's been very hard. As a matter of fact, so we had identified 15 zip codes that we were focused on. We then, as you would imagine, we identified different providers within those zip codes to, to be our partner, and um, we had a lot of people turn us down. For one thing, many didn't work with 18- to 24-year-old offenders, and many who might have said they were already stretched too thin. In the end, 11 groups signed up to partner. Dart says ideally he wanted at least one in each of the 15 neighborhoods that he and his staff identified as the most dangerous. Dart says he thought for sure that a lot of private and public money would be flowing to organizations that work with this high-risk group. Not so much, says Cliff Nellis. His Lawndale Christian Legal Center is one of the organizations that has taken Dart up on working with the young men who get released. Most people fund children minors, and then once you get to 18- and 24-year-olds, I mean, this is, this is the sad reality. It's the age group that we penalize the most, the highest, and also deprive them of community-based resources the most. There's no official document that reveals this gap, but a company called Nowpal is working to put together a directory of those social services available throughout the city. They research for WBEZ what's available in South and West Side communities, where most of the violence happens. The picture is not good. Now Powell found five organizations that have specific programs targeted for court-involved 18- to 24-year-olds. Five. Now consider this. 11,000 young men in their late teens or early 20s spent time in Cook County Jail last year. The imbalance is stark and dangerous. So, a scarcity of services and too little money to expand services. But Jeremy Berry thinks there's something else.
0: I guess a lot of people don't feel like we got change in us, you know. I think all they all they think, all they really think we can do is just go kill, gang, bang or sell drugs, something like that. I guess a lot of people are probably scared to take that chance with a group of young know, fellas that's out here that's in that lifestyle.
1: Barry is 25 years old. I meet Barry at the offices of Chicago Cred, a job training program in a dilapidated strip mall on the far south side. It was started a year ago by former U.S. Education Secretary Arne Duncan. On the day I go there, the participants are eating pizza and joking as some of them get ready to go to work doing demolition. Barry got hooked up with Chicago cred inside the jail through DART's program.
0: Um, I'm from Chicago, 114th in state, Roseland area.
1: This is why the block is so important to him. Barry lived on that street as a little boy. For a while, he lived with a neighborhood family he barely knew after his drug-addicted mother lost her apartment. That family kicked him out for not following the rules, and he spent years sleeping on couches of friends on the block. He got shot twice, once in the chest. Right then, he says he was thinking retaliation, not transformation. It didn't dawn on him that the street wasn't worth it until he landed in prison on a gun charge three years ago.
0: Because jail ain't for me. I don't like jail. I'm the type of person being jail. I be in there bugging up, man. I be in there stressing. I don't be there. Ain't nothing I can get used to.
1: When Barry got out, he didn't know where to start. He'd fill out job applications, had a few interviews, never got offered anything. Before long, he turned back to drug dealing, just to put some cash in his pocket. It was a drug delivery case that sent him back to jail. There, he volunteered to be part of DART's program. But his success could be fragile. Chicago Cred helped Barry get an apartment far from 114th and State, and they got him a job. Then, even after that, he got arrested on other small charges. He did bond out of jail and returned to work. Still, when he gets off work, he almost always goes back to the block. He hangs out for a few hours with his friends and usually leaves before it gets dark, before it gets too dicey. But why would he go back at all?
0: That's all I knew for all my little time i ever been living was the block, going to the block, kicking with my homies, done doing all that, working this job and doing this. It's something really new to me, you feel me? What we're asking them to do, you know, is sort of like, I need you to quit smoking, lose 20 pounds, and, you know, get ready for a triathlon.
1: Ellie Protect Montgomery runs DART's program inside the jail. She says she knows what she and Dart are asking of these young men is incredibly hard. Hard for them and expensive and time-consuming for the organizations that might help. Lila Leff, who runs Chicago Cred, knows that. The question for us as a city is, can we get the guys who um, have just a teensy-eensy-weensy bit of willingness and hunger for something other, but don't yet have the drive to go seek it and pursue it and persevere through it when it's tough, they need to be uh, walked beside on that journey, and that is a more intensive process. It's not only hard work, it is sometimes incredibly scary. Right now, Barry's block is dangerous. One of Barry's friends was killed two months ago. He says having a good person like Leff in his corner is the only reason he didn't pick up a gun. His homies, though, are only thinking about revenge. Leff calls him Jerry Barry. She wishes she could convince him to stay away. But for now, Lef's elated that he's still got a job, and she makes him text her every night when he gets home to his apartment safely. Sarah Carp, WBZ.